Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors, Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program that is dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm, and we are located in Riverside. We are fiduciaries, and if you need to know what a fiduciary is and why you should be doing business with a fiduciary, just go to our website. It is www.retirementunlimited.com. Now, when you go on our website, you also will be able to see myself as well as three other individuals. They are also certified financial planners, and we also have an attorney. Jeremiah Lee joined our firm in January, and he provides legal services through Tricord Legal Services. So for those of you that are looking for updating your estate plan or developing a estate plan, give us a call. He'd be more than happy to sit down and talk with you about that. Now, every week what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program today in Retirement Update, I'm going to talk about, you know, the real estate market and what's happening. And basically, we've had that since the pandemic has come out, this has had, has had profound impact on real estate. We're seeing shifts and people are scrambling either to buy a house because mortgage rates dropped down to about 3% and or they're refinancing. People are working from home. They're doing a lot of renovations on their home. In some cases, people are buying vacation homes. They're buying motor homes. Um, and the issue is, what is the tax advantages that you need to be aware of or that are not there that you thought maybe were there when you start to look at interest and mortgage and other expenses and the use of your home from a standpoint of tax advantages? Now, again, we had in 2017 with that tax overhaul, they came in with the uh, standard deduction, which increased it dramatically. It wiped out a large number of people that were able to use interest as a tax deduction because the standard, the standard deduction actually was greater than what they were actually using as far as interest. In fact, it, in fact, it decreased it from 33 million filers that were using interest and it dropped it down to about 13 million filers they were using interest. So therefore, refinancing your home may not give you any, probably any tax advantage at all. Some people it will, but probably in most cases. So again, there's also provisions within the pandemic, you know, the provisions that people have more liberal um, withdrawal rules now coming out of their 401k plans. And so they can take it out. Again, these are always issues that you need to, you got to be really careful about this because you could end up paying a lot more in taxes if you don't know what you're doing. But bottom line is, you know, will you get a mortgage interest deduction? And, and, this, and the answer is yes, as long as it exceeds your standard deduction. Now, your standard deduction, you know, it's, 
it's is in excess of $25,000. So if all of your deductions add up to more than, including your interest, add up to more than that, you can itemize your interest expense. But in most cases, we have this state and local taxes, you're limited to $10,000 for mortgage interest. So you've got two things working against you. You've got a $10,000 limit on interest expense, but you also have the standard deduction, which increases the total standard deduction. And so in most cases, you're probably not going to be able to uh, use the additional interest expense. And most people, when they're buying a home or they're refinancing, they're going into lower uh, interest expense. So again, what you write off is the interest, not the principal payments. So in most cases, it's probably not going to uh, help you much. It will help you as far as your cash flow. And I always try to uh, encourage people if they're making payments, let's say, at a higher interest rate. In other words, their, their payment on a monthly basis is higher and they refinance. Just keep your payment the same. What happens is you ended up putting more principal towards the uh, before towards the total balance on your mortgage and just pays it off quicker. So how much interest can you deduct? There is a limitation. You know, under the new rules, the limitation is if you borrow more than $750,000, you can't use that interest expense. Now, most of my clients have their home paid off or they're very close to having it paid off. So a $750,000 mortgage, is, it would almost choke most of my clients because what I try to do is to get people so they have their home free and clear or very close to getting free and clear by the time they step into retirement. So at these lower interest rates can be an advantage and typically the rule of thumb is about 1%. So if you're paying like say four and a quarter, four and, four and an eighth on your interest on your mortgage, and if you can refinance and get it down to three or 3.1 or 2.9 or whatever the advertised rate uh, is or whatever the broker, by the way, a mortgage broker needs to give you a truth in lending statement. This is really important. So when you're dealing with a mortgage broker or a bank or whatever, make sure that you get a truth in lending statement. This truth in lending statement spells out all the costs and the details. And if you don't know how to interpret that, give me a call. I'll be more than happy to run that through with you. Um, so other thing that a lot of people are asking questions is that if I'm working from home, can I write off the room that I'm now using that converted that bedroom into an office and I'm now working from home or some part of your house? And the answer is, if you're an employee, no, you can't. Bottom line, you have to be a business owner and you have to have some business activity that you have direct ownership in in order to write off that use of your home. Again, some of these things you would be want to sit down and talk to your CPA. Some businesses will, in fact, reimburse you. And that reimbursement is tax free. So if you're using like your phone, you set up computers, printers, scanners, whatever, you brought a desk in, maybe they'll reimburse you for. Uh, using your your home office instead of coming into the office and um, you know saving all the all of your uh, all of your uh, fellow employees from getting exposed to COVID. But again, I, I wouldn't expect that you're going to get a lot of leniency from your employer because your employer is paying for an office space in a building someplace. I doubt if that person is going to that company is going to reimburse you for using your office at home. Uh, but anyway, it's worth asking if you want to try that. Now, again, on the on the remodeling, I've had a lot of clients who have been remodeling during this period of time. And if they do a refinance to do the remodeling, as long as the money is used for improving your house, you can deduct the interest. But if you take a if you take an equity line or a HELOC or you do a refinance, a cash out, 
if you use some portion of that for something other than your home, you can't deduct that interest. Now, again, talk to your accountant and your CPA. These become very tricky because if you're using the money, let's say, to help pay for your kid's education uh, in college, that portion of the loan, te technically, you can't deduct. Again, a lot of people follow through with all this and then they forget about it. So it could be subject to uh, audit by the IRS. So you want to be careful before you start just randomly borrowing money and uh, using it as a tax deduction. Again, all these factors, again, if you do a remodel, you're increasing the cost basis on your home. Keep track of that because eventually when you sell your home, it could be 10 years from now, if you've just thrown away those records or if you didn't keep track of it, you didn't realize that you increased your cost basis, which in fact gives you a better tax advantage when you sell your home at a later date. If you'd like to, you know, again, this is part of tax planning. This is what we do with our clients. And it's really important to understand how tax has an impact not only on your income, your tax deduction, your overall growth, and is proper planning. This is what we do, folks. If you'd like to know more about this or have an interview with myself or somebody else in our office, give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. We are going through a historical change with this pandemic. And we've had dramatic intervention, more so than we've probably done in just about any other time, except for maybe the Great Depression at the end of World War II. But what I really want to talk about is all of the government intervention. Is it destroying capitalism? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Go back to 2008 when the government came in and rescued General Motors. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? You know, Romney actually in the debates that he had with Obama said, you know, they were already in bankruptcy. What you did is rescued them from bankruptcy. And he said the outcome probably would have been General Motors would have been better after bankruptcy. But it was the uh, aspect of all those employees without benefits for some period of time, without income and such as that that the political nature, the political outcome was just not tolerable. So what we've done is we've allowed government to intervene at various critical times. We've seen this going back to 1987. We've seen it in 2008. And also we're seeing it now. And the government not only has dropped the interest rates, 
but they've now done what we refer to as quantitative easing. Now, quantitative easing means that they actually go in and buy the debt. And they did this back in 2008, but they've also done it now in this pandemic, this COVID pandemic. And the question is, is money free? Well, for some people, that is a great deal. If you're a borrower and if you're a company that is on the edge and you're not able to pay the interest on your existing loans and the government comes in and buys your loan and offers you back that loan either at a discount or at an interest rate that is virtually zero, wow, that's a great deal. But what it does is it creates zombie companies. You know, you've all heard about the movies about the zombies, but now we're talking about zombie corporations. Do you realize in the U.S. listed stocks, 19% of the companies, if they didn't have federal uh, intervention, they would not be able to pay the interest on the debt that they have borrowed. That is the definition of a zombie company. And what's happening right now is capitalism is being replaced with socialism before our eyes. Now, this has been going on for about 40 years, folks. This is not something new. This is something that's been happening for a long, long time. And what it does is it prevents what, what we refer to as, you know, the disruption and regeneration of new companies. So capitalism is a natural process when companies are not, you know, again, it's the buggy whip versus the automobile. You know, it's, it's the handheld calculator versus the computer. We go through changes and those changes create new opportunities and new productivity. But if you hang on to the old, unproductive companies and you hang on to them because you are concerned about the employment, and again, you hear the Democrats, you hear the liberal side of this talk about this a lot, and that is jobs are going to go away with technology, that technology is going to replace. The fact is, is that when you look at every time there's an innovation historically, it creates more jobs. So what we have is an inflexibility of our labor force. It's an education and training problem, not so much a productivity problem. But what we're going through right now is the political reality is that the labor base is able to, you know, they've, able, they've got great strength at the ballot box, and they're not willing to allow change and renovation to occur where it will affect their labor base. You go into a public company, go, in, go into a public entity you know, the county and such. And, 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 you know, a lot of times things are the same way they did. I, I remember I came from the Southwest, I come from South Dakota and railroad was one of the biggest employers. Now, one of the jobs on the railroad was the fireman. Well, originally when you had a train, you had fire, you were, you were putting coal into it. So you had a fireman that is long past as long wasn't needed, but the job was never replaced. So they literally had to have a placeholder for the fireman. What did he do? He sat in the very back of the train and rode back and forth, did nothing, but got paid for it because it was a position they couldn't get rid of. It doesn't make any sense, folks. So in a thriving capitalistic society, there's always constantly this regeneration and disruption of the old to the new. It is the labor base that gets disrupted the most, of course, and that's where the conservative side has to be more sympathetic and more understanding and why we need more training and education to bring people to a realization that is best for them to go through this. Now, it's breaking inertia. Most people don't like the change, particularly as you get older. You like what you've done. You want to continue doing what you're doing. But the bottom line is, 
is that if the government continues to intervene at various points, what it does is it deforms capitalism and it turns capitalism to basically a socialistic outcome. Now, I hate to I hate to be the bearer of bad news here if you're very capitalistic, but this has been going on for at least 40 years. So this is something that we need to address. And that's one of the struggles that we have right now in this election is between socialism and capitalism. But I would say most Republicans, they're socialistic in their bent because they're elected by a labor base that is demanding that their jobs get protected, no matter if those jobs or companies should be protected. So therefore, what we have is as an investment structure, you want to make sure that you're investing not in just to a straight index. An index just makes up the general holdings or the general companies within that index. You need to be able to be selective and be able to have the those companies that are that I call the zombie companies that you're not investing in because those companies are going to be less productive going forward, no matter what. And so when you're investing, if you just go into a general index fund, you are not going to be getting the true growth that your portfolio deserves over the long term. This is something that we do. We do a lot of investigation and we try to determine which companies not only are going to be better in the next year, but better and are going to have a larger footprint, a larger financial presence, let's say five years from now or 10 years from now. Now, it is clear that the way that this money is being put into the economy, that the bigger companies are getting the advantage. The smaller companies are getting the least advantage. So therefore, there is a separation and it is affecting the middle class. We are separating out. So by not embracing capitalism, we actually are tearing down the middle class. Now, that is a political statement, but it is a reality of what's happening right now. And that's why there's a lot of dissent and there's a lot of disruption in the political base right now, because they don't believe that capitalism can work. Because capitalism in its true form really hasn't been released for the last 40 years. So we have, we have this undertow, undertow of development and this undertow of disruption and regeneration that has been stifled because government's intervention. Government needs to get out of business. They need to oversee what's going on as far as regulatory. But at the same point in time, they shouldn't be competing with business because what's going on right now, and you can see it, it's evident. Those companies that are bigger companies, they're getting the advantage of this economy. Those people that have wealth, that have homes, that have stock, that have ownership and equity, their portfolios are growing. Those people that are trying to get in, it's harder for them to get in. It's harder for them to accumulate because they don't have the advantage. These are things that are going on. But as an investment, you, you need to understand the rules. You need to understand the macroeconomic impact that's having so that you can make the right choices. If you'd like to know more about this and how we manage our clients' portfolio, using this information to make good choices for our clients, give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Remember, the first interview is always free. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm going to talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org. 
Or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as News You Can Use. I'm looking at an article right here. I clipped it out of the Wall Street Journal. This is uh, July 25th. It's the weekend edition. And it is in uh, the review section. And this is about John Hope Bryant. This is an article that gives me great, because two of the things that I, I have a great deal of passion for, and that is financial literacy, and the second one is apologetics. But John Hope Bryant, he, he's, a, he's a black man who talks about his story. He talks about being raised in Compton and seeing his good friend. He lost a good friend um, to murder. He saw his uncle actually get killed from the drug dealers. And he was introduced. He had somebody that actually came into his classroom that talked about business and talked about finance. And he grabbed a hold of this. He's now 54 years of age. And this article talks about what he's accomplished. And the, the pivot point for him was the Rodney King riots, because by this point in time, he had already left Compton and was a successful businessman. He had, he had really garnered a lot of good information, and, but he realized that the community that he came from did not have the, the financial literacy that they needed to overcome the deficits they were in. So he went back and he started an organization and it, was, it is basically the organization was to go back into the inner city schools, into the impoverished neighborhoods, and provide education, provide education to those people so that they can break this chain of poverty, to be able to understand what's important in saving and balancing checkbook, your credit scores. He said, you know, the biggest problem is that the vast majority of people you know, that, you know, if you look at more than 70% of American workers, and this is all races, they, they literally live paycheck to paycheck. And only around six out of 10 could afford a surprise $400 expense. I've talked about this in the past, but this is a big deal. People are totally unprepared for any kind of financial emergency. They have no financial reserves. But then it goes into, you know, he goes down and breaks it out going to the black community. And he said the medium white family had more than 10 times the wealth of the medium black family in 2016. And, you know, and he said it, it's, it's, it's sad because a lot of it is just a matter of knowing what to do and how to do it. And he said financial literacy is not taught in the schools. So he created a nonprofit organization to do this, and he's had phenomenal impact. In fact, in the last 30 years, his organization called Operation Hope it's helped 2,000 small businesses get more than $1.9 billion in loans to get started and to become entrepreneurs. He's gone into more than 2,000 schools and community groups to teach banking and entrepreneurship to over a million young people. This is an article that gives me hope because what it is, is recognizes that the problem is not racism as it is economic, it's financial literacy. And the more that people understand the value and the understanding of how money is made, how it is invested, how it is creates wealth, and how it creates a secure future, 
the better everybody will be. If you'd like to have a copy of this article, I'd be more than happy to send it out to you. Just give me a call at 951-684-7011 or just simply go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.